Hello, welcome back to Podcast Versus Player, episode 85. I'm Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man who was recently insulted and offended by somebody at a local game store, but in considering how to respond, he thought, what would God do? So we drowned him. It's only bloody Dan. <laughs> I thought you were going to make some kind of like YouTube comment kind of joke. No. It's just like, so instead of you know kicking up a fuss in the store, he went on their Facebook page and was just like, I'm really annoyed with your customer service, and I didn't want to say anything to the person there because I'm scared. The drowning was a metaphor for that. Oh, okay. This is virtual drowning. Okay, I'm done yeah. with that. How are you? I'm good. I'm over my cold, as you can probably tell. I know. I can tell you're not all bummed up. Hooray. I think I'm heading there, though. Oh, okay. So, not, not particularly great. Um, anyway, would you like some bloody news? Yes, lay it on me. Well, Dan, um, the Wilkes Bar Police Department in Pennsylvania, I know it's not local, but it's reasonably funny. Also, it doesn't sound like it's game related. It is, it is. Oh, okay. Um, the Wilkes Bar Police Department in Pennsylvania have caught a man they say entered a local Target store, hopped on an electric cart, exposed himself, and then urinated on video games. <laughs> <laughs> From the police report, the male entered the Target in Wilkes Bar Township Commons on January the 5th, 2016, at 2050 hours. The male took a handicap electric cart and drove around the store, coming to a stop in the electronics aisle. After removing one set of urine-soaked pants, he exposed himself and began to urinate on video games and accessories. The suspect left the area after he finished. <laughs> after releasing security camera images of the man on Facebook, Wilkes Bar authorities caught him on January 7th, charged for indecent exposure and public urination are still to be forthcoming. Sorry, I couldn't even read what I'd wrote then. The incident follows another unfortunate event related to Target from December. Um, in which on Christmas Day a nine-year-old boy opened what he thought was his new PS4 his parents had bought him at a Massachusetts Target, only to find a piece of wood with a lewd image etched on it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to be... You remember that story where someone had bought a, a DVD or something like that, or, and it was porn? Or there was like a, no, it, like it was... Like an old it, Xbox or something? It was a, a 3DS. What? It was a 3DS and someone had taken photos of his cock and then traded it in. And then somebody they had they hadn't wiped it. Oh no! Well, then, there was something other than that. There was like the, there was like a disc within it. Like so oh, they God. hadn't actually checked what disc was inside it, and it was a, a porn film inside. <laughs> They're all equally have, hilarious. So did you ever get it back? No, <laughs> I did petition, but <laughs> moving on. Um, the Fallout 4 community has already shown off what the RPG would look like with high resolution graphics, but a new fan-made visual tweet goes in a different direction. Redditor. Um, whose name is reddit underscore underscore wrong apparently um, adjusted the game's visuals to depict a game with borderland style cell shaded graphics oh nice and it looks very fucking nice uh, this was made possible by altering the sweet effects slash reshade enb injector file and using a combination of other mods a full set of instructions for how to try this out uh, for yourself is available over on vg247 uh, quote, I started off with a sweet effects preset for Fallout 4. Uh, tweak the files to turn on the cartoon cell shader. You can customise the .ini file to your liking, how strong the border is, etc. Reddit underscore is underscore wrong went on to say that Fallout 4 may have been a better suited game with this art style as opposed to the realistic aesthetic that it aims for. For its part, de- developer Bethesda admitted that it dialed back the game's graphics in part to allow the studio to deliver a deeper level of interactivity. I don't think it looks bad. 
no, not at all. The size and scope of the game, it looks very fucking nice. Well, it's true, but I, I hate to go back to the same old point again, but it's always going to be quantity over quality with me. Because yeah. if something looks incredible and beautiful, if you can make that last 60 hours with the gameplay and it's all new, interesting stuff, then, you know, hats off to you, well done. But, you know, I'm over 100 hours to Fallout at the moment, and at no point have I ever thought, this looks awful. No, no. I mean, there's still bugs and glitches, but... Well, true, but, you know, it's the same for Skyrim and Elder Scrolls and all that. Yeah, but when you look at how big Fallout 4 is, and... Okay, if it was a smaller game, they could have made it look better. Yeah. But it looks it looks good and it looks really nice. But considering how big the game is and how much crafting there is, um, all the different quests, all the different side quests, all the dialogue options, literally everything. You compare that game to Assassin's Creed Syndicate, and then how many bugs there are in that compared to Fallout 4? Yeah, true. It's pretty impressive. Well, you know, this is something they've also been working on for like five years as well, don't forget. So, technology that was available when they started, you know, things improved before they've actually finished the project. Yeah, yeah. Which is why something like Final Fantasy VII is going to look fucking incredible. But they're still working with what's available now, and over the last year or so. So, you can't sort of have it looking at its its perfect, you know, that's the most up-to-date it could possibly be, because you'd have to go back and redesign everything as you go. It's not only that. If for a game as big as Fallout 4, in order to have it looking the best game ever, you're gonna have to literally have like like seven grams worth of kit to play it. <laughs> yeah, it'd be and three nobody's got kit. that. Yeah, nobody's got that kind of fucking gaming. Like, well, the general public at least haven't got that kind of gaming rig. No, not at all. And then they're obviously gonna have to. They'd have this amazing looking game, and then the console people and the other PC people. Are gonna have a game that looks like this, and they'll be fine with it. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like, if you wanted to make the best possible-looking game, only people with high-end uh, PCs would be able to run it. Because consoles, yeah. they'd say, "Well, we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna uh, downgrade it to, to work on consoles. It's PC or nothing, maybe." And yeah. then it's just like, "Oh well, you can't use it on yours. Tough shit. Buy a better one." Yeah, and then it so, won't sell. <laughs> yeah, they'd make about forty quid off it. <laughs> Especially considering. The amount of pirate games, uh, the, the amount of most games are bought on PC are pirated. <laughs> well, I, you say bought. that, but I, I haven't pirated games for years for the PC. Ever? No, for years. <laughs> like, th- but it was just, it was always something that I already either had or, you know, something that I wasn't too sure about and then would go out and buy, like, um, oh shit, what was the last thing I got? I can't remember, but like I say, it was years ago. But because I've now got a decent PC and have had for a while, and because Steam and G2A and Green Man and stuff just offer ridiculous deals, I can't see the point in doing it anymore, because it's just like, well, I'm not going to be a part of the problem. I think a lot of people... Uh, no, not, not people, sorry. Uh, developers and publishers are very happy with like G2A and Steam and stuff, because I think there's probably less pirated games now because of these like really good sales that go on often it's not like it's once a year true but it's not like you know you, you Metal Gear 4 or uh, 5 isn't going to come out and then Steam's going to come along and say yeah Metal Gear 20 quid why not no but uh, like I imagine there's um, like G2A if you pre-order G, um, Fallout 4 through G2A it was like 32 quid yeah I, I think I got it for about 34 or something yeah. with VAT 
Um, I think it depends on the country you're in as well. Yeah, it does with G2A. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's still more than really, for, for what for the amount I've put into it and how much I'm enjoying it. That's a fucking steal. Well, considering I paid like forty-eight quid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it's a good bargain. It just needs online. Get on it, modders. Next one. Next one. Next one. I'll, well, I'll wait until I'm forty-two for that one, then I suppose. <laughs> I'll still be playing it, I don't care. <laughs> that's because you'll, be, you'll still be playing four. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Moving on. Um, last week, 20-year-old Star Wars fan Devin Tripp launched a Kickstarter campaign for an open-world Star Wars role-playing game, asking for $200,000 um, to make the project a reality. He said, quote, I'm not a very good programmer, and I'm an even worse artist. <laughs> Despite raising 18000 <laughs> the project never really had a shot at happening for obvious reasons. Um, those reasons being, Dan? Um, well, the fact that the Disney. Star Wars... <laughs> well, yeah, but there's also the Old Republic. And Battlefront, that well. which is now yeah. your online community, I suppose, for Star Wars games. Yeah, and he, obviously he can't make a game on stuff that he doesn't own. Well, that's true, and also he's, of his own admission said, I can't, I can't do it very well. So I'll do it, but it'll be awful. <laughs> he's, making, he's asking for money for something that he can't fulfil. Yeah, exactly. I can do that, for Christ's sake. Technical reasons, legal reasons, every yeah, reason. You'd get all that money, and then you'd be instantly sued. Well, luckily for everyone, um, including himself, uh, Tripp has decided to cancel the crowdfunding campaign. Um, in a Kickstarter update written from his mobile phone in a bar, Tripp said, quote, he's taking the campaign down out of respect for Disney. Um, though he claims he was never approached by any media giants, he also had some words for his critics. You can read a complete unedited statement um, over on Blah, I don't care. Um, <laughs> after Trip published the Kickstarter campaign, he faced some amount of ridicule online over the perceived naivety of launching such a project in the first place. He said there was never, it, there has never been a good Star Wars open world RPG and was inspired to take matters into his own hands by writing a story. He then wanted to try and get in contact with Disney about how they might go about making the actual game. None of that's going to happen, however. Though this game is unlikely to ever see the light today, Electronic Arts is reportedly working on a Star Wars open world RPG of its own, along the lines of Star Wars 1313. Well, 1313 is one that I'd absolutely like to see, but I'd like to see it done by a studio, rather than a one-man band saying, yeah, just give me 200 grand and I'm pretty sure I can knock something out. Be a fucking yep. flipbook. Well, no, that's what, it, that's what Electronic Arts is doing. Yeah, it'll be a text adventure. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure you can write whatever fan fiction you want to without, you know, sort of incurring the, the wrath of the legal team of Disney. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know, like one of the choose your own adventure kind of deals. <laughs> Something like that. But you don't need 200 grand for that, and I'm hoping that whoever gave to him, the fools that they are, actually got their money back. I'm guessing they did. They better have done. They, I, don't, I don't really want to think of the kind of the levels of stupidity of people who gave 18,000 to him. Well, how many backers was that from, do you know? I, I didn't. Well, I didn't go that far into it. It, was <laughs> it seemed worth reporting on and then lost interest because <laughs> it was fucking stupid. That's how um, it works. Exactly. <laughs> Throw some lies in there and you're away. <laughs> we're, we're a real establishment. Yeah, lies um, and opinions. 1313 should never have been cancelled in the first place. Absolutely not. It looked amazing. Um, I'm interested to see what EA are doing with an open world Star Wars RPG. 
I don't know, but I'm sure there'll be absolutely no microtransactions or DLC available. Of course not. No. Not with EA. No. They're the, they're the golden boys. Not with everybody's fucking arseholes. I can't think of anything EA could stand for. That was terrible. Yeah. Alright then. Yours. EA. EA? What? No, you got to think of something that oh, I've got to think EA of stands acronym. for. Oh, um. <laughs> Not so me, easy, is it? Give me your money, but they just. It's a silent E and A. And G. <laughs> and M. E A Games. Give me your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, that's it for the news, Dan. Cool. There's not a lot, and the story is equally as interesting. Um, <laughs> have you heard of a game called Minecraft, Dan? Barely. Yeah, no, it's, it's not really up there. I think it's um, one of those mobile phone app things, like Candy Crush, isn't it? Um, it well, it's, it's more like it's like a weight loss app. Oh, like the Wii Fit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> of course, it's not. Um, have you heard of Minecraft Two? Um, this is, I don't know, bordering into the sort of Half-Life 3 kind of thing. It's just like one of those things that's always been rumoured about, but at this point there's not really much point in doing it. Um, well, it's out, Dan. <laughs> well, unless you're talking about Minecraft Story Mode 2 from Telltale. No. Well, kind of not at all. But <laughs> a game called Minecraft Pocket, Pocket Edition 2 was recently released on Apple's store but it's not made by Mojang and it's not much of a game despite okay. that the $7 game which is the same price as the genuine version yeah. reached to the top of the charts uh, reaching number 4 though it's since fallen down Pocket Edition 2's official description sound good enough same players can explore randomly generated worlds and quote build amazing things in true Minecraft form the description even contains a link to a trailer for the real version of Minecraft Pocket Edition once installed, though, Pocket Edition 2 is nothing like Minecraft at all. And this is where it gets pretty good, though. Minecraft Pocket Edition 2 is a terrible top-down swipe game in which zombies attack Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> the creator is listed as Scott Cawthorn, a misspelling of Five Nights at Freddy's creator Scott Cawthorn. Some of the great games released by Cawthorn include what appears to be illegitimate Five Nights at Freddy's and a Mortal Kombat game. The press time Minecraft Pocket Edition 2 remains available to buy on iTunes, where it has 5 star ratings, although Mojang is hoping that won't be the case for much longer. Quote, It's great that Minecraft inspired people to create amazing things, but when a product attempts to dupe our community or exploit their enthusiasm for a game, it's our responsibility to step in. Um, our dedicated enforcement teams are extremely busy, said Mojang's Owen Hill. Uh, Minecraft and Mojang have talked about eventually making a Minecraft 2, but this is not it. This is Zombies vs Mortal Kombat Scorpion. <laughs> I, I don't know, I think you'd still get quite a few sales if you sold it as exactly that. Yeah, but think about it now. This is uh, plagiarism of Minecraft. Well, it's, no, it's zombies. a title. And Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh, was it actually Minecraft Zombies? I don't know. Well, I, didn't, I, didn't pay, said, I didn't pay to buy it. <laughs> they could just say it's Minecraft 2 and they just say, well, the only thing we've used of yours is the title. And yeah, then, which which know, is still legal. True, but then they get a call from Warner Brothers and just say, so what's this Scorpion you've been using? 
Oh yeah, shit. I forgot about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just worried about Mojang. Oh shit. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, sorry, okay, I'll everyone. <laughs> so that's basically the main story done. But it's got me thinking. If you could merge any games, what would you merge? Um, I'd like to merge something like Mass Effect, like, like that sort of like big with Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Um, well, actually, yeah, Knights of the Old Republic. So yeah, I mean, that, that's what Mass Effect is. <laughs> no, 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 but I mean the the sort of the lightsabery, force powery stuff of Knights of the Old Republic and the story, uh, the story and the, everything. But with the visuals, with the music, with um, how fucking good it looks of uh, Mass Effect. Yeah, but that's what because that's why they they left, wasn't it? Because they hadn't got full creative reign of, to tell the a Star Wars story. Because actually, Stupid the more they, the more they made, they were getting closer and closer yeah. to but the, um, you know, the films. It's only. There's only so many things you can really come up with before someone goes, eh, well, actually, that's very similar to this really obscure thing that someone said once. Yeah, which is interview. which is why they they abandoned it and True, but, I mean, the, made the Mass Effect universe is always is, is pretty big as it is. It's pretty damn diverse. All the characters, you know, they, they seem believable in their own sort of right. You know, they've all got backstories and universes and everything. It's like uh, the Wikipedia that comes with the, the game. Yeah. yeah. So everything's fleshed out. It's just that I want lightsabers in it. Is that what you <laughs> fucking asked for? Come on. They can at least have some kind of like plasma sword. Well, you've got the, the arm blade thing from Mass Effect. That's not the same. Yeah, That's too close out. to the vibro blade from Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, yeah, other than that though, I, I, I can't really think of many things. Like, um, th- there's a lot of sort of like open world games that I actually want to have. Um, you know, sort of have more, even though they're, they're still pretty big and populated, like you know, Metal Gear and Fallout and Final Fantasy and stuff. But I still want actually more to do in them, even though there's still a bunch of stuff, an absolute shitload of stuff. I'm just trying to think of something that's, you know, like Diablo or something. You know, it's got like 500 plus hours worth of content that they keep adding to. Yeah, but it's, could... it's still just dungeon crawling. I know, I mean, it's all a big grind at the end of the day, regardless mm. of whatever game you're playing, ultimately you're still doing the same thing. Go it's like, do it's this. like Destiny, like the new the new uh, DLC for Destiny. It's meant to be amazing and it completely changes the game, but everything's just fucking grind, 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 yeah. level up, grind, grind, grind. I'll tell you what I would like, actually. I'd like Mass Effect Cross with Elite Dangerous. That'd be pretty good. Oh, so you can actually do proper spaceship. Yeah, well, yeah, one, so you can actually fly about in your own ships and stuff, or you can pilot the Normandy or whatever. But because the, 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 the universe in the League Dangerous is so fucking big, um, that, you know, it would take you however many thousands of years to do everything. Is this including multiplayer, Dan? No. <laughs> no, I meant for this Mass Effect. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Elite crossover. Yeah, yeah. So you Mass have... Elite. Well, that's the thing, like, I've got a big thing, um, well... <laughs> <laughs> That's a different crossover altogether. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My big thing. Um, but in like, it. I want like, you know, like when you're sort of roaming about in Normandy and people doing things, and you mm. know, I want that, but I want that to be, you know, the online community. You know, I want people to have specific jobs within their ships, and there's yeah. quite a few. You know, there's one that's called Pulsar Colony, which looks 
very similar to the kind of thing I've... It looks terrible, though. I mean, <laughs> graphically-wise, and controls and stuff, it doesn't look polished. I think it's still an alpha or something like that on early access. Yeah. But the concept is sound, and that's why I won. And there's also something else that's called... Um, oh, shit, I can't remember what it's called now, but it's, a, again, a very similar thing. But instead of having an actual avatar that you move about... It's all, you know, you've just got your controls of your section on your mm. screen. And then everyone else has got their own sections and then, you know, someone's flying in, someone's shooting and all that sort of stuff. So something like that, but that's on the scale of, you know, like the Normandy or something. And, you know, do you know what I, I really want in a game that the proper bugs me? And I was on Star Trek Online last night just sort of wondering about my ship. And it was something that bugged me on that as well, is the fact that there's all these control panels everywhere and you can't do anything with them. <laughs> that really winds me up and I don't know why. Like, I just want to be able to go up to a system, and even if it's just the most complicated science bollocks or whatever yeah, it is... It turns the light off. <laughs> yeah, or just something, just, just you know, you can control the environment. You just say, well, I'll alter the lights over here and here. Kind of in the way that Space Engineers does, you know, you build a control panel, it does something. Yeah, they all do the same thing, but yeah. it's still interactive. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But that's the sort of thing I want on a, on a ship like Normandy. So you well, can go up and you can just... You know, see what's going on somewhere else, or you know, do some astronomy stuff, or probe launching, or whatever the fuck it is. Imagine if somebody made like a story mod for Space Engineers. Well, they they are adding in story modes as well. So like, yeah. it's just like, well, you know, you're you've been your ship's been damaged or whatever. You've only got a certain amount of resources. You've got to get to this point here. Off you go. But there's no like NPCs. That's what stuff. I mean, like, but with NPCs and that. Now, well, you can get cyber dogs. That's that's the closest mm. you're going to get at this point. Giant spiders. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But my crossover, Dad. Fallout. Pokemon. Well, that would just be a. That wouldn't be Fallout Pokemon, though. If it was Fallout Pokemon, it would have to be Pokemon post apocalyptic. Yeah. This is like some fucking. Are you ready for this, Dan? This shit's about to go down. I'm about to blow oh, your mind. I'm about Here to blow go. your mind. Right. Okay. <laughs> there's, uh, there's been a big battle. No, fuck it. We're going back to Pokemon the first movie. Right. Right. So Mewtwo's coming and fucked everyone over. Yeah, and basically the Mew Mewtwo battle has yeah. just like obliterated fucking Johto or Kanto. I can't remember which fucking region it's in in red and blue. Anyway, Johto, I think it is. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so I think the sort of Superman Zod battle from Man of Steel. Yeah, but it's literally just gone fucking batshit crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then it's a few years later... Um, Ash did run in to in between them, got supposedly killed, but instead of all the Pokemon crying and bringing it back to life, they didn't, and he's just been lying there for years and years and years. And then to not die, Pikachu actually went in his Pokeball, and then Ash woke up and he's like, "Oh man!" And then he just goes on his adventure. That actually yeah. sounds quite interesting. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Kind of like went with my tongue and mouth moving but <laughs> I think no, 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 it no, no, I think no, it was a bit more fleshed out because all the, the the ones that you're used to would all be different slightly yeah well no because they're safe in the Pokeballs that's why Pikachu went in because he was he was like yeah I know but if there's stuff. you know massive battle like the ones that are left you know if you, if you talk about sort of like hundreds of years later or something then they've all Evolved slightly differently. Oh yeah, like the, like the wild Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So everything's got slightly, you know, they're all more dangerous rather than just being sort of. You just have a little fight and that's it. Yeah. Like they'll attack you. Yeah, so you will actually have weapons. Like Pokemon's battle ends completely changed. It's not just about becoming a, a 
a number one trainer. It's yeah. fucking fucking life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like that idea. Yeah. I really like it. I'm going to write that down. Well, make sure you do and then patent it, otherwise Nintendo will come in and just steal a higher idea like they did last time. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not It's not like we we came up with digital trading card games on iOS. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. See, that's how much we believed in it. We don't even like iPhones, but we knew at the time that was the most... It was going to sell. The most grossing market. Yeah. Or what we should have done then is just slapped a title on it and just come up with some, any old bollocks and uh, we could have made millions. Well, yeah. This is just like Pokemon, but it's got a different name. Well, that's the thing. As long as you can cover the legal costs for saying you've used the, the property title or whatever, and you just say, well, I'll give you $10 million and we'll call it quits. You've still got $50 million from uh, you know, oh, all yeah. the other people that you've ripped off. Brilliant. We could have retired by now. There we are. <laughs> poke, poke it out. 2016, you do. <laughs> Fall them on. <laughs> no, I quite like that idea. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah, I'm idea. sorry, I just realised you keep using that catchphrase. What? <laughs> the year of do. Well, yeah, it's pretty good. I quite like it. It's a new T-shirt. <laughs> like, um, like a real sort of like a real timey kind of monopoly, like an actual Sims like monopoly kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So you, you not only can you like sort of build your hotels and your streets and stuff, but you can go around and check out the property, you know, see if it's any good. And it's what, sort of, go yeah, in. It's like, yeah, yeah. So you can go in. It's like a sort of like roller coaster tycoon kind of deal. So you can go in the first person. You can you know see the restaurants and you know make sure the bathrooms are all right. Then you can give like a Yelp review, and then <laughs> like the higher rated the hotel, the more you can charge people to stay right. in it and all that sort of stuff. Just just rolling a dice, moving moving the the, the piece. And um, like just picking up cards and stuff. That already takes quite a long time to get through. Yeah. So what Sims takes? The Sims doesn't end. Yeah, it's basically it's, just like Sims property tycoon. Really, is what it is. So it's nothing like Monopoly. <laughs> but there's also chance encounters and stuff. <laughs> Studying dog shit. <laughs> yeah. Go back two spaces. <laughs> Backwards wiping. Yeah, yeah, it's just like it's all it's all turn based and stuff. Oh, that'd be amazing. It'd be like um, like Rome Total War or something like that. So it's all turn based, but like Rome Total War Monopoly Sims Edition <laughs> <laughs> DLC Payday Two. <laughs> Speaking of, have you seen the new DLC? I have. Payday? Yeah, that's what just made me think. Yeah, of fucking goat simulator. Goat simulator. Thinking. Jesus. Amazing. It's fucking ace. Yeah. Um, oh, I did have another idea, and I can't remember what it was now. God damn it. I don't know, I'm going with mine on this point. I think that's pretty good. I don't know, I'm quite liking Fallamon. It'll have a different name. <laughs> yeah. It, you can work on that. There's another poster there for you. Oh, there. there. <gasps> I've just thought Blastoise in the Power Armor. Blastoise Power Armor? Like, no, no. <gasps> it's his Power Armor. No. His little head poking through, but he's got like mechanical blast jets and stuff. Ash. No, we can't call him Ash. Um, black fiery papery substance <laughs> right no Ash right the guy you're playing as Ink discovers a dead Blastoise and he uses like his shell and everything to construct an armour that's pretty fucking horrific so are you saying after all these years and this massive battle that's obliterated most of the world there's not going to be any dead Pokemon lying around. Oh no, there'll be a ton. It's just that you don't have to use their corpses into fashion them into weaponry. Why? It's already armour. Yeah. But I was thinking, it. no, no, like sort of, 
just had like a big big sort of power armor suit with like the jetpack mod on the back, but that's still Blastoise's shell, and then his little head poking through the top, and his cannons come out over the top. So this is a Blastoise in a power armor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose. Or it is just a mechanical Blastoise, and inside it is just a squirrel. <laughs> just controlling it with like oh, two Men in Black. Yeah. <laughs> well, not Squirtle for Men in Black. But <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that version. Yeah. No. That. that yeah. I, I'm quite on board with that, but it's alright. I. Uh, it's not going to happen though. I need to stop getting excited. I am going to. Yeah. I'm going to do a picture for it though. Definitely. Yeah. So I think that'll be a piece. You need. Do, you need to do, do one few. for. Yeah. You need to do one for each idea now. So we've got the. Um, the. Uh, Star Wars. No, um, no Mass Effect. Mass Effect style. We can't. Well, yeah, that, yeah. That's just Carter, though, isn't it? Really. But better. So, yeah, but I can't do. I'm not doing it on graphics. So uh, we'll just do a badass, like a Sith Shepherd or something. Yeah. <laughs> Darth Darth Shepherd. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Fallen Angel. Yeah. Um, Mass Effect's Elite Dangerous. Oh, that was the one. Yeah, definitely that one. And Fallen Fallen Mod. Yeah, but well, there was a better name. And Simsopoly, or whatever the fuck it was going to be called. Pokalyptic. That'll do. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. That's genius. What was the other one? Monopoly Sims Tycoon with um, Total War. Yeah. Chariots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's like there's like. Um, technology trees and stuff as well. It's like a part of the city that's in the Stone Age and a part that's got flying jets and stuff. Yeah, we just have the Monopoly guy, but with like a like a Roman helmet. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. Something like that. Yeah, you'll you'll figure it out. I'm sure. Do not pass go. Do not collect seventeen rupees. <laughs> I don't know what. Do that not pass go. Was. Do not make my day, pun. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got Clint Eastwood in it as well. <laughs> Yeah, man. Dirty Harry, Monopoly, Simsopoly. What's the This is the best game ever. I'm, I'm going to kick on it. <laughs> I told you, I'm going to start this website and everyone will go there. You need to get this guy who's making this Star Wars RPG to make it. <laughs> yeah, I've got a great idea, mate. I need your brains behind it. Apparently you made 18 grand off doing it before, so... I need your pathetic artistic, artistic skills and your... You know, less than adequate development skills in order to do this. And he's just like, Yes, I'm on board. <laughs> I've got the money, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can kick fund it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag kick fund. <laughs> um, I've got nothing else though, Dan. I have. Go on then. Well, yes, actually, I do have a couple of things that I want to bring up. Um, first of which being uh, Punisher is going to be in Daredevil Season 2 in only a few weeks, Callum. It's about eight weeks away. It's not, it's not long. No, not long at all, so I'm probably geeking out about that. <laughs> but more importantly, Daredevil, uh, not Daredevil, um, although I assume Daredevil is going to get commissioned for another season, um, as well as uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist, a Punisher series has now also almost been confirmed. I'm still sceptical. I'm. Well, the thing is, though, I was initially, because I was just like, well, I haven't even seen it. But the fact is, the studios have. So if they've already seen it and they go, this guy's nailing it, people are going to fucking love this, yeah, we'll definitely do a solo story. Yeah, but it's like we said before, he's a better support character. True, but it depends on the medium. If it's get, yeah, but if it's going to be just literally going around shooting people. 
this. Well, it'll be. I think it'll be similar to the kind of Daredevil Kingpin thing, right? So what I reckon is going to happen is, and you can quote me on this, 17th of January, 2016. The year of do. <laughs> the year of do, that's right. Um, uh, Frank Castle, Punisher, is going to be, it's going to be his origin story in Daredevil. So it's going to be him, his family getting killed, uh, he's going to cope against Daredevil. I reckon he's going to be the main antagonist for the whole thing, if not one of them. Um, yeah, like a Batman v Superman. Right? Exactly, they'll be at odds most of the time, sort of thing. Um, and then that will set him up for his own solo season, where he's going to deal with someone like Jigsaw, and it's going to be like the creation, and then uh, him pursuing Jigsaw, who's like his main sort of arch enemy kind of thing. So that's uh, what I think is going to happen. So a bit like um, shit, I forgot a name. Fuck. Electro. No, the other fucking show that I'm still watching. Oh, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Fucking hell. So a bit like that. So there's one main antagonist. But there's also a bunch of other But there's other stuff kind of going on. Exactly, yeah. So I mean there'll be a bunch of other mobs and drug lords and stuff that he comes in. But as long as they refer to things back like the Punisher Max, like the, the opening that um, in, in the beginning, um, if they just did that shot by shot, fine. Totally on board with that. Um, but then there's um, a, a scene where he goes back, there's like some old uh, gangster, which is, I think they paid homage to it in Punisher Warzone as well. Basically this uh. old guy... Um, Who's uh, it's his birthday? It's a bunch of old gangsters there and stuff. And then he just turns up and just starts slicing heads off and stuff and breaking necks. So it'd be better if it, if they do the birthday and then the Punisher's in a cake. Well, like remember <laughs> the Punisher game where um, oh with the coffin. Yeah, yeah. When you're yeah. at a funeral and you just pop out the coffin with this fucking hench machine gun and you like the door's locked and you just mow everybody down. That's, That's one of the good. best levels I've ever fucking seen in the game. I don't know. I, I, quite, I quite liked impaling people on mooses and rhinos. <laughs> feeding people <laughs> to, uh, like... Yeah, yeah, there's, like, a guy you could just push up against a rhino cage and he just gets skewered. It's so good. Good game, I was. Oh, no, i totally bring that back. Kick from that, absolutely. Kick from <laughs> Hashtag kick funders. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, but, like, in the comics, like I say, it's it's a similar story. You know, it's really old, sort of, almost geriatric, wheel-bound... Uh, wheelchair bound, you know, sort of <laughs> um, and the, the you know it's like a couple of dozen sort of uh, mafia guys there, and then he just walks in, like everyone's just celebrating stuff. And he just walks in and just shoots this guy in the face, and then he walks out. And everyone's going because like all, they just don't know what's what's just happened, and then he, they run out, but he's already got his whole kill zone set up outside, so they all come running out, and he's just standing there with that same sort of big fucking machine gun. Mm-hmm. Mows everybody down, just faces and everything just getting blown off. And so people trying to flank around him, and, but he's already got claymores down, so they all get blown <laughs> off. So he just like fucking wipes everyone out. As long as there's a couple of scenes in the, the Punisher series that's like that, like that level of fucking ferocity and viciousness, absolutely sign up for as many seasons as you want to make. And if John Bernthal's up for it as well, and he does well in this, hats off. So are you of the impression that it? It is going to be an origin story in Daredevil. He's Absolutely. not. He's not already established. No, I, I'm going to say it's, this is totally brand new. So, but the the interesting thing that I think is going to come from this is obviously because of the MCU crossover. Is there going to be something that's um, happened to his family and he's pissed off with superheroes, which is why maybe he comes up against Daredevil, or is it going to be just the classic old, you know, they witness a mob execution, his family gets killed, he's left for dead, he comes back and then just cracks. See, I I I liked the idea we came up with. Um, when we was talking about bringing Punisher into Daredevil yeah uh, this was fucking ages ago and instead of him being ex-military he was he was one of the police what from from the from New the city from New yeah. York and he was like one of the only uh, clean cops and then his family gets killed and then 
that's how it became Punisher. I really like that idea. But looking at the pictures that um, that have been being tweeted out, and you can see his armory and stuff. Yeah, it's going to be military. Uh, absolutely, I don't think there's any way he couldn't have that much knowledge of sort of firearms and stuff unless he was military and then became a police officer police, yeah. after he dropped out or something. But it, it makes way more sense if he's as he was, you know, special forces. See, I think his origin is going to be flashbacks. No, I, I, I'm, I'm, I reckon it's going to be established. No, I reckon that it's going to be. Um, he's, uh, he's definitely going to be setting him up. Or at least, even if it's not you see his family getting killed or anything, you'll certainly see him turn into the Punisher in the season. So it might not say, oh, this is Frank Castle, here's his family, oh, and now here's Daredevil getting involved or whatever. Maybe he's already, um, you know, he's already sort of broken and twisted, um, and he just needed something to give him a push into a more sort of costume side of things. So, you know, if he's beating up bad guys and killing people, Daredevil comes in to stop him because he thinks he's a bad guy. He beats the shit out of Daredevil and gets the idea of hmm, maybe I need a symbol for me you know I need something that will people will recognise and they'll go shit I'm not bothering with this tonight yeah maybe maybe well again with the um, the, the Star Wars uh, podcast that we did in October we can always refer back to it and just see That's true. if we were yeah. even right at all I reckon we'll get at least something right we've had a, quite a few I reckon assumptions <laughs> I'm pretty sure he'll be in yeah, it yeah I'm pretty confident on that I reckon yeah. Daredevil will be in it uh, possibly <laughs> I think Foggy's going to be Daredevil this season, though. They're taking it in turns. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. um, speaking but, of upcoming stuff, though, Dan, what are you going to say, sorry? No, I was just going to say, um, as well as the, the Punisher being given a green light, well, as far as we're concerned, anyway, being given a green light for a solo season, um, Jessica Jones has also been approved for a second season as well. So, But, congrats to them. That's not coming out for fucking ages. Through, that means that we've got to get through Daredevil Season 2, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and the potentially Punisher 1 before that, even. No, there's another uh, Defenders, isn't there? Uh, there is a Defenders series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but, that'll, I mean, that'll be before. It depends on the popularity, though, because I reckon that they sort of, they've got all these ideas, and then if someone actually fucking, or, you know, the mass majority love a certain idea, that'll be pushed forward above something that they haven't tried yet. Maybe, maybe. Oh, they've already done it with Daredevil. This weren't meant to be out yet. That's exactly my point. We shall see. But, speaking of upcoming things, Dan, next month, Deadpool. Yes. Um, Have you seen the billboards? I've seen pretty much all of them. I think the the marketing campaigners for for the Daredevil film are fucking geniuses. It's fucking amazing. If you haven't seen them, um, it's it's emojis, um, and it's a picture of a skull, a poo, and an L. Deadpool. Deadpool. But I made the joke saying I think it looks like Skullpool. (laughs) And then Ryan Reynolds tweeted a picture um, (laughs) saying it said, uh, I hope you guys are ready for Skullpoo L or (laughs) Skullturd L or something like that. And then a picture of an actual Deadpool poster, but it's called like Skullpool. (laughs) Something like that. It's like, I think I said it right. I, th- I think I think it's, it's just sort of the, the marketing's just doing everything right at the moment. You know, they, yeah. they don't need to do crazy trailers or get people hyped up and stuff. As long as you've got that, um, as, as long as you've got like people like Ryan Reynolds, who are just so into it and so yeah. far behind it. I mean, he's doing most of the advertising for him, for Christ's sake. Well, have you seen the? Um, there was a picture he that Ryan Reynolds tweeted and he, he uh, posted on his Facebook as well, 
Um, and it says, I'm going to get into a lot of trouble with this. And it's a conversation, like on an iPhone or something. And I don't know whether it was Ryan Reynolds or just somebody from marketing for, for Deadpool, but Reynolds had tweeted the picture beforehand. And it's basically <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and some woman. But it's like a love story poster. Oh, yeah, and It's yeah, like yeah. Deadpool, blah, blah. But it looks like a real film. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a conversation between a guy and his girlfriend, and it shows you, like, he sent a picture of that. He's like, do you want to go and see this? It's out Valentine's Day. And she says, what's it about? And he said, it's a, it's a story about a, a cancer patient who doesn't want to um, be without the one he loves. So he undergoes treatment to make sure he never loses her. Um, if you want to go and see it. And she says, it's probably going to make me cry. But yeah, let's go see it. <laughs> it's like, well, I bought the tickets now. They're non-refundable. <laughs> we have to go. Regardless of whatever anyone else tells you, they're probably lying. <laughs> Well, it's just it's literally stuff like that, and like say, like Ryan Reynolds is going all out to to push it, and it's like he had like the twelve days of Deadpool coming up to Christmas, and I think he just wants to do the kind of Hugh Jackman thing, you know, he, he wants to become that person. Yeah, yeah. it's like Robert Downey Jr. and Patrick Stewart, and you know, all of them. They're people that you now associate with the character, and you say they're they're now the bar. Yeah, who else could do it better than them? That's yeah. the kind of thing he wants to go for because obviously he's done Deadpool before. Uh, no, he's Green Lantern, um, <laughs> and he, he's, he's saying, "No, no, no! This one's going to be amazing, and I need to be the one that everyone remembers from this." And when they say, "Who can we get as Deadpool?" They say, "Well, is he better than Ryan Reynolds?" Is he, you know, so it's yeah. a sort of James Bond kind of complex thing. You know, you, oh. you want to sort of be established as the best version of that character. I, I, I see it more as the Wolverine, where, uh, all right, Wolverine Origins was fucking turd, and mm. X Men Three was fucking wank. But when you think of Wolverine and Hugh Jackman, the first thing you think of is either way, Hugh Jackman's fucking Wolverine, and it's going to be hard to replace him. Yeah. And like you say, I think that's what Reynolds wants. He wants people to look there and go, "All right, so many years down the line, Ryan Reynolds is he's too old to be Deadpool. Yeah. Who can replace him?" And off the top of my head, no one. Well, that's the thing. Like, he's perfect. It's because he was just Deadpool. Yeah, or he was at least Wade Wilson in um, Origins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, take away the healing factor and all that sort of stuff. He was still the character. Yeah. And then they just chit all over him. But the thing is, though, he he recognised the fact that this is a really good character. People really like this. Mm. But you fucked it up. Well, he was a fan already, wasn't he? Before this, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I imagine, maybe, possibly, they've gone. Do you want to play Wade Wilson in Origins? He's gone. Fuck yes. Fucking yeah. yes. Signed it. Okay, and then came to filming got to that bit and he's like whoa 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 <laughs> this, this isn't Deadpool <laughs> yeah yeah I think, I think it's just how people throw themselves into it as well like because obviously like, yeah. um, like Thomas Jane when he was cast as the Punisher in the new what well, say new the newest like 2004 2005 whatever it was with John Travolta um, he became a fan of the character because of the casting yeah so he got into it, and then after he was finished, he was just like, "This is nothing like it. This, this is, you know, it's like a PG. This is, it's, it's basically um, like that film to the Punisher is, um, you know, that's what people would say about Deadpool if it was PG thirteen. Yeah. Say, well, you've kind of got it right, but you've also missed out all the darkness and the horror, yeah. you know, and the sheer violence of it. Well, I saw you tweeted earlier today um, about some petition about. Yeah, that really annoyed me. That did. People wanted to make it a PG thirteen when, not even last. Well, it was last year, maybe the year before. Um, no, it was definitely last year. Sorry, 
the amount of people kicking up a shitstorm because it was a PG-13. Yeah. And now and it's saying, finally no, it an 18. 18. yeah. And Reynolds has pushed and pushed and pushed, and it is, and yeah. they ain't going to go back on it. But it's because this, this petition, the one that I was particularly annoyed about anyway, was the fact that this girl was, uh, sorry, this woman was saying that, um, you know, this eight-year-old lad wanted to go and see it, but couldn't. And, you know, she wanted them to release two versions of the film, which is bullshit because no studio is ever going to do that. Um, <laughs> but then, you know, saying, oh, well, you know, this is uh, it's sort of a superhero film, you know, kids want to go and see it. And he, he's got Deadpool t-shirts and he's been on Disney XD and all that sort of stuff. And then there was a tweet from, obviously not um, Ryan Reynolds or anyone associated with the film or the comics, I assume, <laughs> But it's just someone, you know, Deadpool app, whatever. Yeah. Um, and they just wrote like a little response message that just said, um, "Dear little boy or whatever his name was, um, this is a film for uh, you know adults, for grown-ups, um, and it, it's not made for kids. You have to wait until you're older to go and see it." Um, fuck you, your mum's a whore. <laughs> All the best Deadpools. <laughs> <laughs> And I just thought, well, that's, that's exactly why you don't want children going to see this kind of stuff. It's because it's not made for them. No. It's like saying, oh, no, I watched a really good porno the other day. But I wish they did like a, like a family-friendly yeah, version. Yeah, I want to watch it at Christmas when, yeah. when the parents are around and, you know, the, grand, the grandkids. Well, my nephew was around the other day. And he's, he's seen, like, Ultimate Spider-Man on Disney XD, which, as that woman said, Deadpool's been on. And he's like the worst version of Deadpool ever. Well, not as bad as Origins, but anyway. <laughs> um, and my, my nephew wanted to play on something, and he was going through my games, and he found Deadpool. And he was like, ah, oh, Deadpool, could play this. And I went, no. He's like, well, I like Deadpool. He's like, you don't know Deadpool. He's <laughs> like, you don't know Deadpool. What are you on about? I was like, see that little rating in the corner? <laughs> you have to be that old to play it. Well, the fact is that... And, and the rating is there for parental guidance. So if they say, well, the film's an 18, you don't immediately contact them and say, actually, I think you should drop it down because they want to go and see it. Yeah. It's like, well, the reason we've given it is an 18 is because we don't want them to see it. Yeah. So that doesn't make any sense. It's That's why the rating... If, if that was the case, they'd just go, this is universal. Every, every film's universal. Yeah. It's just that you've got to use your own discretion as to whether you take your kids to see it or not. Yeah. Or, you know, if they've got any brains about them anyway and they're actually mature enough to go and see it, they'll fucking download it from somewhere anyway without you knowing about it. Well, let's not condone that kind of... I'm not condoning it at all. <laughs> it's just the fact that it's it, that's what happens. At the end of the day, as you say, these, these age regulations are there for a reason. Because younger children, or younger people, shouldn't be watching things that are too old for them. That's. But they could go to school. They could stab someone. <laughs> I don't well, know. No, I, it's I don't like know a what it's stupid for. influence kind of bullshit way. It's just the fact is that they won't understand it, and they'll probably ruin the experience for everyone else who's going to watch it. Well, yeah. I was watching Deadpool, and then a bunch of six-year-olds with two parents came and just said, "Oh, well, they like it on Disney." I'd, I'd ask them to. I'd go and find someone and ask them to leave. Yeah, it's bad You shouldn't be in it. You shouldn't be in it at all. Which is true. Imagine if, if someone wrote and said, "Well." My son's doing history at, at, uh, at school, but Saving Private Ryan's an 18, and I want you to drop the rating down, cut some of the violence out, you know, make two films if you want to, you know, however you want to do it. And it's just like, shut up! <laughs> How dare you tell the film industry what they should and shouldn't be doing? The only times they'll do two versions of a film is, like, they did it with The Wolverine, um, and it's basically, they'll have, like, two additional scenes at most, and, like, um, the cinema release of Wolverine didn't have the snowmobile scene, right. where um, 
like the plowing all the all the ninjas down. Yeah. And then the actual release did. That's about it. That's about um, <laughs> I watched um, the Watchmen like Ultimate Edition or whatever it's called mm. the other day, and that was three hours thirty five minutes long. Yeah, but that's not two different films. They they will have films. No, no, it's it's the same film. It's just that they've taken out. Yeah, that's what I mean. With the yeah, they'll. The film did the full three hours, and then they'll cut it. They won't. Yeah, they're not going to film two fucking versions, are they? No, no, but that's the thing. It's just like I still don't think that. What cinema would possibly, you know, who would even do that? Would say, well, we've got Deadpool eighteen and Deadpool PG thirteen. Yeah. Which one do you want to go and see? It's just like no, no one's going to do that. It, this, it's not a children's film anyway, for fuck's sake. He's not a children's like, character. Many, <laughs> no, how many bloody just Marvel films are, you know, PG-friendly? You know, All you of don't them. watch Ant-Man, where you're a bit of swearing or something like that if you're lucky. Just general sort of people getting punched in the face or blasting with something. There's no blood, there's no heads coming off or no. anything. The, it, it, the only one you can get away with, really, that maybe kids shouldn't go and see, but alright, we'll allow it, is Captain America. It's a lot more dark and violent than the Avengers and Iron Man and stuff. What is in the war? You mean? It's like uh, no, like um, Winter Soldier. Oh right, okay. It's a lot more violent and darker than than the likes of Iron Man and the Avengers and Ant Man and stuff. But it's not too dark that I, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't stop someone who's like ten seeing it. Well, it's, it's still like sci-fi action, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's still an action, and it's still a comic book film. But you know, people falling out of a plane is one thing. It's when you see someone hitting the floor after they've fallen out of a plane. That's yeah. what you know. That's where your ratings come in. Exactly. That look at the red band trailer for Deadpool. It's literally like two minutes of swearing. Yeah. That's not a kids' film. No. Why would you <laughs> want your children to go and see? Exactly. <laughs> I've watched the 18 trailer, and I think that I think it would be fine for them to go and watch. Like if you cut out all the stuff that wouldn't be, uh, you, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't get past the the, the uh, ratings people mm. for you know anything less than an eighteen, the film would be about sixteen minutes long, yeah, including the intro and the credits. Yeah, it's end of the Deadpool's not a kid's character. No, and I, I think it's completely outrageous that people like this are saying, I, well, because I'm a mother or because I'm a parent or because I'm a Christian or whatever the fucking <laughs> label they want to slap on themselves and say, don't do this because I don't like it. Just, you should go outside and fuck yourself with dicks. <laughs> do they really have to go outside to do that? Yes, publicly. But then the kids will see. <laughs> well, so what? Porn. <laughs> Give them the internet and you expect them not to come across porn and act shocked. Are you crazy? Well, at the end of the day, Deadpool is an 18. Yeah, yeah. It I, should I, have always been an 18. I'm glad that they, I'm glad that they um, listened to the fans and said, yeah, fair enough. We'll, we'll bump it, it, up. it wasn't just that though. It was because they wanted it as an eighteen, but um, Fox didn't want to make. They wanted to make it as appealing to make more money, essentially. But they sort of, they finally saw sense. True, but if it was a PG thirteen, I probably wouldn't go and see it. I would, and I think because I'd just be like, no, you've watered it down too much. This isn't going to be what I want to see. It would only work if they made Deadpool aware of the fact it was PG thirteen. So, like, no, because then that would have just been like horrifically awkward self-parody. What do you mean? No, like, it, like, say it was like oh, I can't swear, and then you're just like real. Yeah, that's what I mean. Though, because then it, it, it's just a constant reminder of you could be watching a better film than this. Yeah, it would, but that's the only way it would work. Like, if they literally didn't acknowledge it in the slightest, 
No, if, if I was if I was the, the people that said, look, it's got to be a, a PG-13, you know, we've not really got a reason to you know, throw in all this extra violence and swear and stuff and say, well, it's either an 18 or we don't do it. Yeah, that's what should have happened. Yeah, it's just like there's, there's no other way it's going to work and people will hate it. So, you know, you've already fucked up however many uh, X-Men films and Fantastic Four films. This is one that you could that could potentially save you. Yeah. Do you really want to fuck this one up as well? This one's got it's got to work. And so well, far, it has for me. The only comparison we have for it at the moment is Wolverine Origins and um, the, the, the 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 films that Fox have released in the last sort of five six years. I I genuinely think if this works, this will be the most, with the exception of Watchmen, this will be the most faithful comic to movie adaptation. You, you're of a character, because right. I mean, because I, I was showing someone because uh, someone bought me the uh, the Watchmen hardback. Mm. You know, it's literally the full story; it's huge, and honestly, like the majority of it is just shot for shot, line for line. Yeah, it's, it's incredible to watch. The script is like, basically the comic. <laughs> yeah, it's just like this is what it's like. I mean, there's obviously there are still quite a lot of differences, and it's been adapted. Yeah, but the fact is though that it's so true. I'd, to I'd it. say at least eighty, maybe even ninety percent of it is. Pretty no, I, would, I wouldn't go that high at all. I think um, I think I would. No, but it, it's the thing is though, it's just that if you just stick to the source material, that's what people want to see. They don't want to see your interpretation of it, otherwise they'd write their own fan fiction or they'd read yours on a blog. A lot, a lot of them, um, like Civil War, they've got to make changes because they haven't got access to characters that are in the comic. Mm. So there's going to be a lot of changes, and we already know that. Um, but Deadpool, they own Deadpool, yeah. and they've got access to the likes of Colossus and stuff. Um, and considering Fox own the X-Men franchise they could even throw in like Mr. Sinister and stuff there's, there's how many fucking X-Men are there yeah. seriously so there's plenty of characters to choose from and like so far this seems very fucking Deadpool and compare this to seen. yeah that's what I mean from trailers and promos stuff and whatnot. But you compare this, the Deadpool trailer to the X-Men Apocalypse trailer. The, the Apocalypse looks pretty bad. I really think it does. I hope it's, I, I hope it's really good. I, I hope it is as but, well. They've got some really good characters in there. But, but there's also a Gambit film coming out as well. Yeah, but it's um, also Channing Tatum. <laughs> I know, but the, the, the fact is I'm not willing to judge him just on his past dealings. You know, he might just have been quite lucky when it comes to... You know, the, this may no, be the sort good, of thing he's, he's a good actor, but... He's not Gambit. <laughs> well, the accent. If you can't do the accent, forget it. Exactly. It's got to be that sort of French New Orleans kind of draw. Mm. If you can't do that, get out. We'll see. Plenty of time for that, yeah. Anyway, yes. what's coming up on the channel, Mr. Man? Some stuff. Stuff, yeah. I shall that's read all it all I'm off to, uh, That's all I'm willing to... Oh, we're keeping uh, it under tabs. No, I just don't know. Oh, well, this week we are... It's not classified. We are doing a new Can You Believe It this week. Oh, good. Um, that's good and ready to go. Um, possibly, maybe, a new um, entertainment show, I shall call it. Right. Because it's not really a game show, but it's somewhat entertaining. Um, and then, just whatever games we get around to playing. Um, we're also working on our very own store. Yes. Um, tell them about that that's, that's a big one so basically we've came up with the idea for a store where you can buy things believe it or not um, there's all the shit that I've done so like you can buy canvases you can buy posters etc 
Um, but there's also all the PvP merchandise on there. So again, t-shirts, posters, uh, stickers, um, and whatever else stuff we can we can make with our own two hands. All the hands of um, illegal child labour in some horrific part of the world, no doubt. Who have been touched by Dan's own hands. <laughs> it's cheaper. <laughs> but that story's not quite ready yet, but it's near enough there, and it's pretty yeah, cool. it's looking pretty good, yeah. And, you know, if, even if you don't like us, it might make for a nice present for somebody. Who's never heard of it? Who, who doesn't want a Piss Flaps t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I might start that as a, an ad campaign, like Piss Flaps t-shirts, like t-shirts for the people that you don't like. <laughs> But it's just like it's just a black T-shirt and just in white letters, just this cunt. It's like there you go, happy Christmas. (laughs) The piss flaps range. Yeah, Um, I love it. Obviously, you people won't know what piss flaps is. Um, Oh no! But yeah, that's kind of a sneaky insider into a into a video that should be up pretty soon. Hashtag spoilers. Um, Hashtag spoilers. Hashtag the year of do. Um, but it's, it's essentially it's quite a funny video and it's took a long time to make um, and we're pretty excited about it yeah definitely so with that said and done Dan um, you know where can they find all this glorious stuff well main one to go to probably going to be the website uh, so it's www.podcastvsplayer.com or .co.uk if you're a British limey chap mm, um, you can send us an email to uh Podcast at gmail.com you can follow us on twitter at podcast vs player yeah. podcast v player oh well done you fucked that one up you fucked <laughs> I didn't register the twitter name no I'd already registered I registered it after you fucked the email up alright <laughs> god it's three years ago and I still can't remember what the fuck we're doing um, also, there's a contact us section on the website, so that's usually the best way to get in touch with really. yeah. Just drop your name, your email address, and we'll even give you a little shout-out or some free codes and stuff when we get them. Speaking of shout-outs, Dan, we forgot to do it. So, mm-hmm. um, for Christmas, Obsidian, oh, our, right, yeah, our very good friends at Obsidian, sent us a beautiful Christmas card. They did. Um, well, we're very happy with it. And to say thank you, um, we're going to get them a T-shirt. Yeah, an Archer Protocol T-shirt. An uh, Archer Protocol T-shirt. Yeah. Hashtag uh, kick funder archpoke. <laughs> It'll happen one day. It fucking will. Um, <laughs> but it's amazing, and you can look at it on our Twitter because we tweeted a picture of it. And yeah, and we, very soon you'll even be able to buy one. Probably not. <laughs> really? We can't just fucking. Well, no, the the card event. There's a picture of the card. Oh, no, no, no. The, the archpoke <laughs> yeah. I mean. We're not going to sell copies of the card. Yeah, eBay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, it's beautiful and we love it, and yeah. it's very nice. It's actually going to get framed. So it you. is, and it's going to be hung proudly outside our office. Mm. <laughs> and then it'll fall because we don't have one. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go down because I need yeah, a wee wee. It's fine, I think we've been on for long enough. We have. I'm sick to death of you, to be honest. I- so. I'm sick to death of me. Good. So I'm going. Yeah, right. Bye bye.